Hello and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and a whole bunch of friends. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we have such an incredible group of men that are here to talk about gaming. Lots of news. PlayStation is getting Hi-Fi Rush. They're getting Sea of Thieves. Nintendo is getting Pentiment and Grounded. And Grounded just announced, PS, by the way, they have 20 million players, not counting what's going to come to uh, the way of, of Nintendo Switch. Of course, four games were forecasted to launch, and they all did. We got release dates. We got a, a, press, a press release from Peaches himself, Matt Booty. And, of course, well, Hiroki Totoki out there uh, kind of, you know, laying it down, so to speak, because, well, he... Threw Bungie under the bus. He let people know that, you know, PlayStation games are going to other platforms. There is a whole subset of gaming media that believes that there is no way any of that other platforms means Xbox or Nintendo Switch. Because, well, I guess they have, they're rolling like that because, I don't know, they kind of lost $10 billion worth of stock value and they're going to kind of want to make their money back. But we will get into all of that, folks. We are very privileged, folks, to be here today with not one, not two, but all three members of the Longhouse Gaming Podcast, a show that has exploded on the scene. Three gentlemen gamers get together every week, sometimes twice a week, to drop it like it's hot. Black Viking, my brother, how the heck are you? Welcome to the show. How we do it, bro? We're going to do it like this? Yeah, that's right. Gang, gang, baby. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want you to know I practiced that to make sure I didn't F that up. Just FYI. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, all good, man. Hashtag no, gang, gang. There gang, we go. Gang, baby. There it is. Gang. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate you having us on, man, again. Um, God, you're just so generous with all this, man. Like, you want to be on the show? Come on the show. Drop your bars. I love it, man. And then we get to be here with Hargeet, too. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. I love it. It's Black History Month, so, you know, Boom Indeed had to is. get in there. Boom Indeed had to get it, it in there. Absolutely. <laughs> a, a month that needs representation. And, brother, we, we it's, it's good to see it. And uh, yeah. we here at Double Barrel Game celebrated because if you didn't know, my brother, Neo Mental, is African-American. And I love that man more than anyone in this entire planet uh so yep shout out to that and uh, supernova what's going on brother welcome this is the first time you're joining the, the cast black viking mm-hmm. has been here quite a bit before but it's mm-hmm. the first time you're here welcome to the program yeah man uh thank you uh as you guys know i go by supernova from the longhouse podcast man mm-hmm. i appreciate you inviting us over uh mr boom uh yeah having us come through uh and mr skellington to come with us, you know, and uh, but also we saw shout out to you too, Hargeet. We saw that you made it through um, to our podcast the other day too, man. But yes. much many thanks to both oh, of you yeah. guys for giving us a chance to come and talk. Listen, the truth of the matter is, is that like we were talking in the green room, um, YouTube is vast, right? And there's a lot of great creators. Uh, there are a lot of really terrible creators that you need to stay away from. But unfortunately, because it's so um, thick, so to speak, pause, that um, sometimes even the really good podcasts get overlooked. 
And the minute Black Viking, Supernova, and Black Skeleton came on the scene, I was like, they have that Iron Lords podcast vibe where they're very good friends, put out a lot of really good content. They have honest conversations. And of course, here at Double Barrel Gaming, we are all about supporting others, lifting people up. And that's what we're here to do today. Obviously, we're here not only for you to hear what they have to say about the ongoings in the gaming industry, but to get some more subs, to get some more views, maybe add another podcast to your listening pleasure that you do each and every week. And Black Skeleton, a part of this crew, how the heck are you, man? Welcome back. Or welcome to the show, I should say. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, having us. I'm uh, very, very excited to be here. It's so crazy. I listened to you and I actually was watching you today and I was like, I'm about to be on there. And now I'm on here and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm here with Hark too. Oh my goodness. I'm 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 pumped to be here. Thank you very much for the opportunity. We were very excited to be here. Thank you guys for watching and thank you. Tune in. No, no. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. And Hargeet, who's been very busy, obviously. And uh, Hargeet, welcome back. You hung out with us on Monday. We had big news there. Here we are today. Even bigger news. The four games that were, uh, you know, somewhat put out there by the leakers came true. Uh, two went to Nintendo. Two went to PlayStation. We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully this is a success for Microsoft and maybe the sales of something like a hi-fi rush on PlayStation will go on a sequel. Maybe see if these will get some funding, get some additional players. Hopefully, because again, PlayStation players not really known for multiplayer. So I don't know how that's going to work out. It is a phenomenal game. Not so much for me after getting jumped and robbed in my first entry. I was like, yep, you know what? I'm not doing this again. So I got, I, I, I was scarred. I, I, I may have to sit down on the couch, but if you like Sea of Thieves, you like Sea of Thieves. How are you feeling, Hargeet? Yeah, I mean, I guess we, we got confirmed. I think all four of them are coming to PlayStation, but two of them are also coming to Switch. That was kind of disappointing. Yes. I expected them at least to put um, you know, all of them on, or if not Hi-Fi, maybe the other three on uh, Switch as well. I don't know why they specifically only have two of them, but whatever they have, whatever if- they have. Yeah, I, I wonder if the Hi-Fi Rush and the Sea of Thieves will come in the form of a Switch 2 launch. Yeah, maybe that's really it, right? And You know, because obviously Sea of Thieves is very taxing. They have like the water physics, which are pretty, I would imagine, very difficult to try and maneuver and put together that they look and work properly on a Switch because the Switch is great console, but I don't know if it could run. And, you know, the, the last thing you want to do is put your game and it fails because it's broken right so <laughs> right. May, may, maybe those two particular games do find their way to switch at for the switch to launch which would be great because obviously it's a launch of a new console and if they can somehow correlate their own games along with some you know two ga- two games that are very switch like i think it'd be a big deal for uh for xbox yeah, yeah, it's uh, still disappointing to see Hi-Fi move over there. I still don't understand the see if these either. The other two, again, I'm, I've, I've said I'm not as as uh, as concerned about their passion projects, and fine, they can grow. But 20 million players for Grounded, right? Like, how much more are they expecting? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. 35 for Sea of Thieves, and then what? We're 35 million more, players. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of players, man. Across two platforms. So, yep. 
I, I guess we'll see what this really means, right? But, uh, oh, yeah, we'll get into it, I guess. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, along with that, we did have a Nintendo Direct, which is... We had a Nintendo <laughs> Direct, and obviously, you know, what's interesting is two of the games that a lot of people were excited about, specifically Monster Hunter, Hunter and Gundam, guess what they're skipping? Xbox. Uh, a lot of some people games are... coming to Game Pass, though, right? I think yes. there, are games... there, there are a couple of games coming to Game Pass. Listen, the Gundam, I'm a big fan from way back in the days. Uh, that would have been great to have on Xbox, but it's not coming. And Monster Hunter, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm not even going to front, folks. I'm not a Monster Hunter guy. It's just not my bag. So I'm not that upset. But I do understand for people that like the series that that particular one is skipping Xbox, which is a little weird for Capcom because they have a good relationship. But look, Black Viking, I'm going to start first with you, man. Let, yeah. Let's get into it because... The, the the conversation online is what we have to we have to cover here. Um, now I just before I, I I do want to read a little piece of the press release. Again, this was written by uh, Matt Booty, president of Game Content and Studios. It's obviously published today, and the header says new platforms, new players, uh, four fa- fan favorite Xbox games coming to Nintendo Switch and Sony platforms. Um, and this is what he had to say. At Xbox, we strive to create games that inspire, entertain, and connect players from around the world. As a publisher and and platform, we are committed to meeting players where they are by bringing more games to more people on more devices. And at uh, at the heart of all we do for our players and the vibrant communities that they build around the games they love. Today, we are announcing that four fan-favorite Xbox games will be coming to Nintendo Switch and Sony platforms this spring. The studios that built these celebrated games have drawn on their multi-platform experience to open the worlds they have created to even more players and communities. Now, look, obviously, that is as PR as you get. I mean, it's it's fine. (laughs) It's, it's, listen, uh, the, the... I don't think what he what Matt Booty said is wrong. I think what he said is corpo speak. Um, I'm reading it verbatim because that's what we do here on this show. We kind of bring the evidence based conversation and we bring the press releases so we can read it verbatim just like I did. Um, But that's not the conversation that's being had right now in the community. Uh, We know that people like Clobriel have drawn a line in the sand. Uh, he put out his own presser, if you will, about how he feels this dilutes the brand. Uh, I'm in the position where I will never sign off on Halo going to PlayStation, folks. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm yeah, not no. that guy. Okay. Uh, the same way, I I do not see a world that makes sense to me that Kratos is on Xbox, and I say that because, well, I'm the dinosaur in the room. And I grew up with being taught by these companies that when I bought a Super Nintendo, it had games A, B, and C. When I had a Sega Genesis and I had all consoles, always growing up, I had multiple consoles in in my house. Not because we were rich, because I broke my rear doing jobs to make sure I can afford it. Because my you know my pops only gave us seven fifty when we were kids. What the hell are we buying with that? So you know you had to go out and you had to make your money. Uh, when I bought the Genesis, I know 
that Tommy Lasorda baseball could only be played on 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 a Genesis. And you know what? That's what I bought a Genesis for. Um, right. right. So let's let's get into it, man. How are you feeling after this? Because the, the the conversation, Black Viking, in the community right now on both sides. This is PlayStation, this yeah. is Nintendo, this is Xbox. People want to know where there's a line drawn. Um, right. And is it going to be because the, the the rhetoric, especially from someone like Clobril, was like, yeah, it just starts with four, and it's and 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 it's floodgates. Yeah, it's not going to stop at four. Um, it won't. But I'm I'm okay with with all this. I think that for me, I didn't care what Nintendo got. Didn't care one bit. They can have whatever they want. Um, at the fanboy in me, I didn't want PlayStation to get anything. But as a fan of Xbox and seeing their business moves i think the only thing that didn't make sense to me right now unless there's a sequel in development was hi-fi rush everything else could have gone but i thought hi-fi rush unless there's a sequel coming yes. out within the next week that's going to be exclusive to xbox and pc so you want the you want other people to play the game see how good it is that way when a sequel does drop they know what platform it's on and then you could possibly get some game pass subscriptions and some uh sell some consoles that way right. when it comes to sea of thieves and potentially grounded uh, and pentiment as well if the player base drops enough and the developers still want to make good on this game and continue with the game they need more players so they can push the game out to more people right uh to to make a more of a player base so then when sea of thieves 2 comes out within a couple of years if that ever happens and it's exclusive to Xbox and PC, then again, you're taking those player bases and bringing them into your ecosystem, which would be either Game Pass on PC or or buying an Xbox, right? Um, I don't know why everybody's losing it so bad over, mm -hmm. like, we won't, in 15, 20 years, yeah, I think all these, all games will be on all platforms. It'll be about hardware and stuff like that. But right now, like, yeah, you're not going to see Gears, Halo, Forza, like any of those games. You might see Starfield within like three or four years. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Like who's waiting that long to play a game that they really wanted to play? Yeah. You I know agree. what I mean? I don't think that it dilutes the brand that much. Maybe to like the hardcore, they think that it dilutes the brand. But your platform is Game Pass, bro. Like we are eating yeah. so damn good around here to where all these games released today will cost upwards to what if you bought them all right now well i mean i think last year what did they say harkit if you remember they said it was about two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars worth of games or something it was it was, it was up well you know maybe it was higher than maybe it was, it was, higher than it, was, that, it, was right? it was higher, yeah. it was way higher than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was yeah. it was quite a lot man like game pass is the move so like whenever because sony's going in that direction too right to the success of hell divers 2 is a great example all these game, all their games are going to start going day and date to pc right and when it comes to shareholders they all always want to see growth and console sales are going to be more and more stagnant as years go on so they're going to have to move their software to more and more places and the ones that are going to be in the lead are the ones with the better services and the better hardware. And I think Xbox is doing that. I think there's nothing to really freak out about, in my opinion. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that you're wrong. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm looking at over here. Uh, it says something to the effect. I only that's weird. I, I, I could have sworn it was like over $5,000 because that's what I have here. Um, WCCF Tech is reporting that PlayStation Plus Extra added $7,500 worth of games in 2023, topping... Uh, the five thousand dollars worth of Xbox Game Pass offered. I I don't know if that's right though. That no, doesn't. I think it was it was closer to nine thousand. I think for yes, Xbox. I I yeah. thought so. Yeah. Um, but listen, at, at the end of the day, I, I think you're on to something, a uh, Black Viking. I think that there is something to be said about we are eating good. Uh, have anyone checked? You know, like recently, they're dropping games after games after games. Now, again, I I understand. That there is concern of, well, is everything going? Well, Phil Spencer said that that wasn't the case. Now, I know that right now, Phil is walking on some thin ice. Not with me personally, but with the community. Because people are like, well, he did say that, you know, it's going to be on Game Pass. And, you know, it's going to be on Xbox. And now games are everywhere. See, I have to agree with you, Black Viking. For me, and Hargeet and I have had this conversation publicly. The one game... I'm a bit scratching my head with is Hi-Fi Rush. Um, Supernova, I want to go to you next. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, I think it was shadow dropped. It got a lot of fanfare. Now, we understand that it didn't, quote-unquote, you know, to Jeff Grubb, sell as well as they wanted. Well, I don't know. I understand that they want to sell games, but you're selling your service. And the point of your $16.99 a month service is to put games of quality like a Hi-Fi Rush in there. For me personally, and kind of why I, I, I'm I still going to stand fast on this about the Hi-Fi Rush thing, is I think Chai as a character is endearing. Like He has a very Peter Parker-esque way of, of him being, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, like the, it's like the little guy that could, but somehow we root for him. And my, again, I'm not a market manager, folks. I'm just a, you know, knucklehead podcaster. But when I look at Hi-Fi Rush, I think transmedia. I think graphic novels. I think anime. I think potentially a Netflix cartoon or film. Because that's what, I mean, it just literally bleeds this. And, you know, toys, models, whatever you want to add to it, I think that, what happens now that this is on PlayStation, you're going to hear people, mind you folks, get ready for this. Oh, this is a PlayStation game. Because that's all you heard. Oh, this is more of an Xbox. I mean, this is more of a PlayStation game than an Xbox game. This is more of a Switch game than an Xbox game. But yet it was on Xbox first. And now that it's going to be on PlayStation, potentially finding its way over to the Switch, and potentially that would you know, that would be when the Switch 2 launches in order have the power to run it it's never going to be looked upon as an xbox title and black viking is right there's no sequel at least not yet or around the corner you know i i, I don't know I, again I, I there was there's 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 some lines in the sand that i'm not willing to cross how are you feeling on on, on these games going over um, that's actually a great point that i did not think about i particularly loved hi-fi rush man the it game was, was amazing man yeah. And I love music, so just the the combination of the gameplay, you know, right in line with the music. Oh man, it was incredible. 
And like you said, it, it, he definitely did have that star power, like main character energy to where they can kind of build multiple games off of this, you know, TV shows, movies. And and like you said, Sony does have the capabilities to make all of those things, you know, when it comes to movies or, or television. So Microsoft, uh, you know, maybe wanted to get another turn in on uh, for that specific game, because all four of those games are probably just hanging out. And, you know, they're like, all right, we made as much money as we can with our current, you know, fan base. So let's see if we can take these apparent games and and see if we can get, you know, more people playing these games that we just got sitting around collecting dust. But no, that's a that's a huge point that you made about Hi-Fi Rush, because I would definitely watch all that stuff, man. Like in a second. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, just just think about it. What what's big like right now, the hotness is anime anime is everywhere you put a quality anime with chai and those characters you can build on that universe i would mm-hmm. even dare say that whatever characters they introduced into the anime could find their way into the game like yeah. transmit that's the thing people don't understand how the importance of transmedia when it comes to because look we're all nerds right like I like games, I like toys, I like models, I like anime, I like I like comics, I like graphic novels, I like it all. Like I, I'm like the worst because I want to collect everything, and I know I only have so much space, so I there's things I have to say no to, otherwise Mrs. Boom is gonna throw me out. There's no doubt about that, right? But the truth of the matter is, is that there are specific times, Supernova, that something happens that's special and you know it you absolutely know in your freaking bones that this is special and here it is was reviewed very highly now granted whose fault is this for it not selling as well was it the shadow drop was it because they had no confidence that this game would move because i'm sorry to say this type of game would sell bank in mm. Japan and in China and in um Korea. This is the type of games that they like. And if you if you marketed correctly, you could have this this could have been a I mean I still think it's a hit, but please please yeah. continue. No, but like but like you're saying boom like uh like this game was just a huge huge game, right? <laughs> you're all right, man. But like, uh, I think a lot of people did see like these four games is like, oh, man, uh, this could be the beginning of the end because because it was such a good game, you know, but unfortunately, it didn't get that much uh, people playing it. But uh, the guys and I talk about this all the time on the podcast is it could be because Game Pass it just doesn't really hit the check, you know, check the box when it comes to marketing themselves, yeah. you know? Yep. So it, it's an excellent game, but you got to be able to get the voice out and get the word out that this is an excellent platform to play that game on, you know, which could bring more people, put more butts in the seats to play the game. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, I mean, listen, it is what it is. At this point, the Band-Aid's been ripped off, folks. Uh, four games have gone. The question is, what goes next? Uh, we know it's not Starfield or Indiana Jones anytime soon. How long that lasts? Well, you know, we're going to have to wait. But Black Skellington, I want to bring you in on the conversation because, um, like, okay, so Sea of Thieves is launching on PlayStation. It has the power to make that game shine. 
as much as it shines on an Xbox Series X, right? Um, I don't think that the Switch could have run it. That's just my take on it. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a technician like that, and I'm not a tech guy. But if there's one thing, look, folks, let's let's let me pull, let me pump the brakes here for a second, just to kind of g- g- give a, a scenario here. Sea of Thieves is a phenomenal game. It's not for me, but it's a phenomenal game. I know many people play it. Even the single player part, I I tried it. It's good. I you know I I enjoy, it, but it's just it's just not a game for me. So I wish everyone the best luck enjoying the game. Right? I never hate on anybody. We just got a report, Black Skellington, that over four million copies of Helldivers Two were sold. Right? And we know this because of Matt Piscatella, who, by the way, was bullied socially bullied to the point where he had to take down his tweet because the PlayStation rhetoric did what they what they normally do. When they don't oh, like they, something, they attack like dogs. They Sorry. came after him. They came yeah, after right? him. So, craziness? Yeah, oh, it was it was crazy. It was crazy to the point where he had he responded to hey, all they wanted to do is, you know, kind of put this out there, but now I gotta delete my tweet. Wow. Which is gross, right? So 3.8 million copies were sold on PC, right? What does that leave? I'm no, I'm no mathematician here, folks. But that's like 200,000 people on PlayStation 5 bought it, me being one of them. Um, so if, if you're not going to sell Helldivers to a Sony first-party game, because that's what people are calling it, it's second-party they own the IP. They didn't develop it. They published it. So second party. I'm fine with that. That makes perfect sense. If the PlayStation Nation are not going to support this game, what makes you think that people are going to buy a 7643 after tax game like Sea of Thieves? And I'm not saying that, that that's not a dig at Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is, has 35 million players across PC and Xbox. That is bonkers. I'm just wondering if this is the correct call. What are your thoughts on on the four games, Black Skellington? Well, starting with the Sea of Thieves, I have to personally say that um, I played Sea of Thieves, but I only played it because of Game Pass. So okay, let's just start. Fair. Let's just start there. I didn't buy it, <laughs> you know. So the fact that the PlayStation community isn't really supporting the Hell Divers, which is like kind of insane because i want the game myself so if i was on playstation that would have been something i would have that game is phenomenal when it works when i've heard oh yeah viking ripped it up i trust me i've I've heard i've heard i I haven't been able to get in in two days yesterday and today i could not get in i keep getting an error and i and i i gave up after the 15th time it reset to 45 seconds and then and then 64 seconds and i'm like you know wow it's fine yeah. i just Boom, can't i had it. a i had a refund it man like it, <laughs> it was like a week like i was just waiting i was doing more waiting than playing and i was like i'll just wait till the servers are fixed man like cuz this is crazy mm-hmm. but it is um i just i, I don't see the support being there especially for sea of thieves especially paying full price is is crazy because see if we all looked at where sea of thieves started we know it's not worth that price you know what i mean like we all saw what that game was when it first came out and another thing with them giving them this game 
we've been played this you know what i mean like that's y'all can take this at it's fine like y'all should play that hopefully y'all support it enough to keep it going get them get this as a a long lasting title because i think it is a cool game when you have friends it's very difficult if you don't <laughs> but i think that i just i don't i personally don't see it as the move to be for them i think hi-fi rush is a great move i also don't see it getting the support either but i also think that hi-fi rush is kind of uh transcending uh gaming so i think that by putting it out there it leads for it to just blossom into a whole thing and i think you just tell when you love something you gotta let it go so i think xbox is just like be free be beautiful out there high fi do your thing yeah <laughs> you know what i mean so i uh as far as those being there then i mean that's fine i think it was surprising that it wasn't the high fi rush as well i was surprised that it wasn't on the switch because that looks like a switch game like you guys were saying um i think it is also because of how it runs i don't think it can handle it and that's just like i'm tired of the switch not handling some games man even on the whole showcase everything like it was 30 frames i'm not gonna lie i was mm -hmm. under what well, we'll talk about that i'm, I'm sure but I, I say that all to say uh hey high fire rush do your thing <laughs> I, I hope it transcends. When I was playing that game, I I literally sat my controller down and just watched, like on the cutscenes and stuff. And I enjoyed that game to death. So I just wanted to flourish as much as it can. So I don't. It's that's fine that it went. Plus, we had it first. But I think going back to your point, boom, that uh, people won't see it as an original Xbox title. I don't think they will either. They won't. They won't remember the time that. We had it, but as us, we we remember the time, you know, MJ. We remember the time. We remember. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I feel on the games being sent. I think I honestly, as just a gamer's gamer, I was not shaken up by any of it. I thought I think Xbox made all the right moves. I feel like everything was fine. Like I think this is all all okay. I don't know if people are still wigging out or and stuff, but uh, I I felt okay by everything that's been going on. I feel good. Xbox is winning. Thank goodness, because I need the game pass. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, I, like I said, I, I put myself on, on, on in, in the spotlight. Like I, I tell everyone, I'm I'm a retired guy. I was fortunate enough to make it through 21 years as a police officer. Didn't get hurt. Didn't get maimed. Right. More importantly, I didn't hurt anybody. In my my career. I retired in peace, which is great. Uh, I have a great pension, but you know, like like the world is today, the pension has a has a ceiling, like everything. But Game Pass, 16.99 a month. The, the the helpings are ridiculous and the helpings this particular year alone remember matt booty said in that in that uh business update we're getting 10 more than 10 major releases this year every one of those games are going to be on game pass so we are eating good and it makes you wonder that you know if not not giving like okay, so this Game Pass has been around since 2017, and it's had some steady growth. We know they're at 34 million. One of the things that we're not really too too sure about is whether that 34 million includes only Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, or does that include Core, which eventually which was changed to Core that eventually was Xbox Gold, right? Uh, we don't know. They weren't. They weren't specific on it. I know Sarah Bond during that 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 podcast. She said 34 million players are going to be able to experience Diablo 4, which of course we know that Core doesn't get the new games. So again, I'm not sure if that was strategic or it wasn't. 
but at the end of the day, they are slowly, you know, uh, you know, uh, and gradually growing Game Pass. One of the things, and I think this was um, Supernova said, um, I don't understand that how we could be this far into the Game Pass um, uh, mythos, if you will, and people don't know about it. You're Microsoft. Everyone should know about this because su- subscription services are the norm. Everyone, and I mean everyone, has five to ten subscription services that they're paying for. Some people are paying for shit they don't even know they're paying for. So Game Pass, everyone should know about this. And when I talk to some of my normie friends, they're like, Game Pass, what is that? I'm like, you get all these games for this, and and like, what? Are you kidding me? And I'm like, yes, this is what I don't have. I shouldn't have to sell to the peoples. Exactly. Xbox should have to sell to the people. They're marketing. So bad, dude. It's terrible, man. It's 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 just awful. So again, does the terrible marketing uh, Hargeet equate to why they had to now move games from Xbox to both Switch and PlayStation? That that's a phenomenal question. And you and I, like I said, you you you've kind of drawn your line in the sand. <laughs> I'm not losing sleep over the fact that these games are there. Uh, contrary to what uh, people tried to say about me losing sleep, it was about the, my brand being hurt by people being, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, losing faith in Xbox. And of course, I'm a small podcaster. I have three shows dedicated to the brand. If people get, uh, you know, uh, look at the brand in, in this ingenuous manner, that hurts me. That's what I would lose sleep over because it took a long time to get where we are. With that said, Hargeet. Let's talk about it, man. Um, the four games that were rumored came true. Um, you know, Bill Spencer said that these four games, it's not the whole catalog. Um, and obviously, all the other rumors were walked back with um, with Indiana Jones, with Gears of War, with, um, you know, with, with Starfield. Those have all been walked back by the, you know, the insiders. Um, but here we are, uh, you know. The, the games are available are, are, are going to be available on two other platforms. So first, I don't know if everybody knows this or not. Dead Island 2 has just dropped in Game Pass. Which, by the way, if you did not <laughs> play that game, one of my favorite games of 2023. I'm here to tell you, please play that game. And I'm going to tell you why. That game store six developers work on it it went from developer it has absolutely no right to be as good as it is and i'm play that game and it's game pass ridiculous yes so shout out to game pass for adding more value (laughs) um look so i still i don't know about hi-fi i'm not sure look all the engagement numbers for these games are pretty good and as far as the the making money thing uh Look, they're the ones who said like Game Pass is profitable, right? So that means the games being in Game Pass should be okay. Now, to be fair, Hi-Fi Rush was made before they were bought by Xbox. Yes, it was held back, yes. and it wasn't released until um, was it last year, right? Last year, yes, Shadow Drop. So it was held back for years, right? It was it was ready to go. They just didn't do it because they were in the middle of the acquisition talks and whatever, and they held it back. Fair enough. So you could say 
you know, that was not actually funded by Game Pass. It was, you know, it was developed and it had to make back its money. Maybe. I don't know how you really play that game. I don't know, right? Sea of Thieves was the first game that they put, Day and Date in Game Pass, from the first party. And 35 million engagement and over at least 5 million. I don't know how much it is on Steam, which is direct sales, right? That's the, you know, it's not Game Pass. It's Steam, you have to buy it. So at least 5 million were sold on Steam. Uh, I don't know what they're looking for as far as, uh, you know, uh, revenue back from that game. 5 million is pretty good. Uh, you know, and, and on top of that, you still have the Xbox itself. And, you know, then they have the engagement with Game Pass, which obviously having that first one kick off your Game Pass service in in earnest and actually drive the growth of that thing to where it is now. Right. That's giving you revenue, obviously. Right. So I'm not sure what the internal thing is here. Right. For for grounded, that could not have cost money. It could not. I mean, it's 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 like the six people, 10 people team. How much could that have cost them? Like 10 million at most? Seriously, like think about that. Like, is it really that expensive? You don't get enough money out of, of Game Pass. So look, it's it's nice that they want to do these things. Fair enough, right? But these are interesting tests on games that should already be profitable, right? So <clears throat> as far as I understand it, Hi-Fi sold like three, four million copies, something in that range. Okay, is that terrible? I don't know, for a game like that, right? I don't know if it's sold or if it was engagements. I don't know. We'll have to kind of figure that out, right? As far as user counts or, you know, actual sales. Um, so Hi-Fi can give you maybe because it was made before the acquisition that they had to recoup money. Uh, again, I'm not sure I really buy that, but okay. Now, as far as testing it, just, just deciding to put these out there to see what they do. Uh, the assumption here is that they're really just testing it for games that don't get enough engagement. So that they could bring those over in the future, right? Because twenty million for grounded is, like, come on, like really? Let's be honest. There's like three games on PlayStation that ever made twenty million in sales. Twenty yeah. million engagement is unbelievable. So thirty-five million, unheard of. As, as a passion <laughs> like, project, by the way. Yeah. So like, in thirty-five million for Sea of Thieves, like really? You're, you're, they don't have anything like that, right? Granted, Microsoft has the three hundred million in Minecraft, fine, but. PlayStation ain't got nothing like that. Yes, Nintendo does. Fair enough, right? But <laughs> come on. 35 million is a good engagement number. And they sold at least 5 million copies of that thing on Steam, right? So again, they're making money. So I'm not sure what the hit there is, but okay, fine. I What I think this is really just testing what it means to put some of these on the different platforms and to see if there's any engagement. And I still hold the, the, the PlayStation side. I don't think it's going to be that good. I just don't. There, there's an antagonism with PlayStation and Xbox. It is. I don't know how many players on that side dude. are going to say Xbox. Well, they'll deal, deal with the Call of Duty. Obviously, there's no choice. And Minecraft, there's again, there's no choice because that's a kid's game. Kids are going to play it. It's just the way it is. So they're going to let that happen, right? Whereas these games, maybe you might say Grounded. That's a very kid-friendly game. Maybe, maybe they'll buy it. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I'm not sure where that's going to go. I'm 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 pretty sure it actually will do well on the Switch. I think the Switch is a very more complementary platform to either of those other platforms, right? It's a good portable system, more kid-friendly, family-friendly system. And a lot of times you'll find it's PlayStation plus Switch or Xbox plus Switch. I think that's a pretty common pattern. So I could see it do well. I, I, don't, I don't see that being an issue. I think Grounded will do pretty well there. Pentiment, I, I have no idea. 
I, I like Pentiment is a very weird game. I've played and finished it. I don't think many people dense, are going to pick it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a very dense game in regards to its content. It's, yeah, it's a lot of reading and it's it's a lot of understanding the story of, of a, a medieval time game. Mm-hmm. Not a lot it's of action. Good. Right? Um but it and it's it's a crazy story that you you shape as you go along. Pretty good, but I don't know how many people are going to get, you know, be into it plus paying for it. I think it's a perfect game for something like Game Pass. Because it lets you try it and say, is this something I want to continue with? For me, it was. I wanted to continue. It just kind of hooked me. But I'm I'm sure there are many people who are going to be like, yeah, this ain't for me. And like, that's fine. That's fair. But that's that's the beauty of Game Pass, right? You can choose to try it. If you like it, great. If not, fine, right? Um, again, the other two, Sea of Thieves and, and Grounded, already have their engagement numbers. This has got to be just a test to see what those other platforms are willing to do. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush annoys me. I don't see why this needs to go. <laughs> And the reason is simply like it's the first new freaking IP that freaking Xbox was out. And then, uh, and then they say, "Well, let's just give it away." <sighs> and and you know what, Cargi, <laughs> to your point, that's the consensus with a lot of people. It, it, I, 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 like I said, for me personally, I don't really have a stake in the game because I play mostly on Xbox. Yeah, right. I I get my engagement. <clears throat> I I definitely get my money's worth of my sixteen ninety nine a month. It's fine. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. You bring up a phenomenal point. And I I don't mean to be disrespectful to Xbox. What I'm saying is that it's a rarity for them to win as big as Hi-Fi Rush was a win. Right. Like that's a giant W. And huge. and, and, (laughs) and, 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 you know, you said it. Oh, they're just giving it away now. Granted, they're gonna get money for it, obviously. But so I hope it sells. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Because obviously, if it does sell, maybe it. I mean, first of all, if if the sequel hasn't already been green greenlit, then something's wrong. I'm gonna tell you that right yeah. now. Uh, something is wrong. Um, because for me, the minute I picked it up, I was like, I got those Dreamcast vibes. The first time I put on Jet Set Radio, I was like, what? The F am I playing? I don't know, but I love it. And that's what the exact feeling I got. Anyone that's a Dreamcast stand like this dude, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. The first time you spray paint something in Jet Set uh, (laughs) Radio, you're like, yep, this is my kind of game. The first time you jump up into the world and he goes, wow. And it's just a giant scape of holy shit. I can't believe what I'm seeing. And again, I I, I know, I, folks, I I get exactly why I'm 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 coming at this from the wrong angle, and I and I'm, I'm self aware that I'm a dinosaur, and that's my problem. But I just I I'm with Hargeet on this. It's such a man. It's just has so much potential. <clears throat> no one will ever think of that game Hargeet as an Xbox as an game. Xbox just, exclusive, just right? Never that's will. the problem. Um, you know, will. and so much for the you know. This is about great exclusive games for you on platforms where or, or uh, Game Pass exists. That that's yeah. out the window. Yeah. Uh, so so much for that idea. Uh, again, the the first two I don't care. The second two I'm a little bit more annoyed with. See if these from Rare, one of the first studios they had. I like why. And then you know Hi-Fi Rush. I, th- those two just don't really add up to me. Fine, it's done. It is what it is. We'll see what the test gives us. 
um, gives them specifically, but what gives us as far as consumers is, is this going to be the beginning and is there going to be a lot more and what is that lot more, right? I, I kind of want to see what the pattern is going forward. They said they wouldn't do anything that would damage the brand. Well, what damages the brand? <laughs> where do you, right. where do you draw that line to me? If hi-fi damages the brand, why are you doing that? I don't see the point of it. I'm hundred percent. Okay. With grounded and pentiment hundred percent. I just like the fact that other people get to play. I I put 200 hours in grounded and I think people should, should absolutely have that everywhere, especially on switch. I think it's a very good family friendly game. Co-op experience. I think it's great. Pentiment. If it can get engagement, great. I just don't think it will. I think it would be better if it wasn't PS plus or an equivalent service. Um, it would give more chances to people. Uh, it's just one of those games that I don't know if people will pick up. We'll see. We'll see what this means as far as a test. It's an odd yeah. game. It's really an odd game. Uh, I like that they made it. I like that Microsoft green lit it. Um, but look, I thought game pass provided the funding for that. That was the point of game pass is it gives you the ability to do these kind of games. Um, which is fantastic. I, you know, like for those who look for those kind of quirky things, this is awesome. Um, but if that means it needs to be tested, fine. Uh, but I think this is really a test of will somebody on PlayStation buy an Xbox game besides Call of Duty and Minecraft? And if that happens, then yes, they will add more. I do think on Switch it will sell. I don't think Switch players care as much. Right. They will buy whatever. I don't think yes, they're like, I oh agree. my God, it's Xbox and I won't buy it. I think they'll be fine with it. Um, and I, it's a huge platform, 140 plus million consoles. Yes. I think it's, it's going to sell something. Uh, so totally good test over there, but that's why I'm confused why Sea of Thieves didn't go there. Uh, but to your point, maybe it's just performance. It just can't handle it. It, ha it has um, to be because <laughs> honestly, I thought it reversed. Like I thought in Kaysante and I, uh, everyone and myself had this conversation just the other morning said, wait a second. Uh, grounded seems like it's going to be because it's building, it might be too taxing to the switch, right? And it turns out that it looked nope. like it was running pretty good from what they showed, yeah. uh, yeah. obviously. And I would imagine that, that, that it's it's got to see it, thieves, at least for me, will do numbers, absolute numbers on switch. But I think it has to go to switch too because of the water <clears throat> physics and everything else that goes with it. Yeah, and one thing that's different about it is uh, there might be the potential to play Grounded offline. There might not be the potential to play Sea of Thieves offline. Okay. So you have to have that little bit of a discussion as far as like Switch is kind of a portable that sometimes will not have connectivity, right? And that means you right. can't play that game. It's a thing to, to work through, right? Fair enough. Um, the other two can handle offline. So that might be it. I, I mean, Grounded, pretty much every time I've played it, I've played online, but I'm pretty sure you can go in and just play it. Uh, you know, offline too. So uh, I think that's a potential and I, that might've been the, the reason why they haven't put the uh, other ones on. And I don't know what happens with switch Two as far as, will they have some sort of weird connectivity through 5g or something like that? Uh, we'll see. Right. Um, but yeah, as far as feeling for these, uh, again, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed with the latter two, but it is what it is. We'll see what it means. Um, I'm kind of concerned. They needed to do that with games with 20 million and 35 million and, uh, in engagement that seems kind of odd to me um again i kind of get it with hi-fi it was made before they bought you know bethesda fine if they need to re recoup some money from it okay but whatever we'll see where that goes
Harry, I got a question. Do you think this might be a, like, to break down a bit? Because let's be honest, most people can only afford one console, let yes. alone a console Great point. And, and a PC and a ROG ally. Like, we're like the 1% in that room, yeah. probably 0.5%, right? <laughs> um, do you think this could be like, because all these games are pretty safe bets. They don't hurt the Xbox brand, right? Because it's not <clears> a tent pole <throat> game um, or a flagship game. It, they are all decent games, if not decent, great, right? And could this be a way to put these games out to give them a taste? It was like, this is what Xbox has to offer. And they were like, I was lied to. I heard Xbox has no games. Like, I heard they all <laughs> suck. You know what I mean? And then they see that, okay, oh, well, these man. games are actually fire. Like, what the hell? And then, like, they'll start seeing the other games. And you're like, all right, I can kind of trust Xbox to deliver on on that front when it comes to to good games you think this could be that kind of because i don't believe it's going to be just these four i think there's going to be like it'll be more like four more probably later this year or two more probably later this year um and i'm i'm prepared for that and I, again i think it'll be good games or, or decent games just not tentpole games um but to give people on the other platforms a taste that way whenever they're deciding what what platform they want to choose next for the next generation they might go scoop up especially if xbox leaps playstation when it comes to bringing out a new box before yeah. them they can be like and all this is on game pass like i paid for it but like all this is on game pass. you think that's probably it's probably more marketing than it is trying to get 100 percent is marketing okay right. we like microsoft should not be uh, hampered by bad media or bad you know community baloney right. right in making sure that people realize that these are their games right that they have so much to offer um that's just them failing they, like the fact that boom you have to tell people in america that there's yeah. such a thing as game pass <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous like that, that's Insane. just ridiculous it's it, it's entirely ridiculous that's an absolute 100 fail why wasn't there an ad going over that with celebrities in the super bowl Tell me Microsoft doesn't have money. That's bullshit. They have they could buy the NFL. They have yeah. enough money. It's mm -hmm. it's just not the willingness to do it. They have to do it. They have to do it. They have to have somebody with what dude, they had freaking Snoop Dogg as a freaking person who loved Xbox. Still does. Could they not get that? Could they not get Snoop Dogg to do they had freak they have it so obvious you have X gonna give it to you. Just bring <laughs> it. There's no reason not to bring it bring it showcase it hey, hey i had to go buy these five games it cost me this one <laughs> i paid 17 <laughs> so why not yeah why not? what is wrong with doing that and then throw it up where 100 million plus people get to see it say what i i only have to pay 17 but what, what if they would have if they would have rolled <laughs> and again i understand listen again i i can't spend microsoft's money but i could make suggestions and at any big event, whether it be the Super Bowl, it be the NBA playoffs, whatever your, your, your flavor is, if you were to put a 60-second scissor reel of the best of the best of the best, you throw Indiana Jones in there, you throw Starfield, you throw Halo, you throw um, a Hellblade, a, just a banger of a 60-second trailer followed by... $16.99 a month in Xbox Game Pass, you are going to get people to be like, what the f did I just see? I need that in my life. 
and they're, they're not be- flashing the sixteen ninety nine enough. They're not flashing it enough. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not. not. It's 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 a it's a again maybe the reason why we have these four games: Black Skeleton going to uh to PlayStation and uh, and and Nintendo Switch is the failure of marketing because that's ultimately what it is. If you don't, if you're not at the numbers that you have forecasted <laughs> for your service, which everyone has services now. See, that's the thing. In 2017, that wasn't the case. They were first, they were trying to be the Netflix of gaming, right? But in 2024, everyone has a Paramount uh, sub for Halo. People sub Netflix for, for me and Mrs. Boom, it's K-dramas. I know that's lame, but that's what we watch (laughs) seven days a week, folks. I love it. I can't get enough of it. But we have it because of it, right? Prime has the boys. Um, And just pick your favorite service. And if they, again, if Xbox or Microsoft were to put a 60-second sizzle reel, the same way Sony does it, where they make you want to buy their console, you see Miles Morales swinging, Aloy cutting down some dinosaurs, Kratos ripping someone's head off. They do it, and they do it well. They're the masters of marketing. Just copy their homework. It's okay. No one's going to give a shit. And if they did that, and they took 60 seconds, and they spend the marketing dollars and, and show this splash screen, maybe we wouldn't be in this position, Hargi. Yeah. Yeah. I I, and I, like this year is theirs to take. PlayStation, well, unless they have the Pro and a whole bunch of announcements, they aren't doing anything. Well, they don't and have according- any first-party stuff. That is right? that is confirmed to at least April of 2025. I I, and, I did and- this before and I and I and I was and I was mocked for it. I think they have PlayStation on their back foot. I'm sorry, I really do. They do. And then and then you've got Nintendo pushing the the Switch 2 or whatever it's going to be called to next year. Yes. This is their year. They have the opportunity. They have the games. They have the games, right? And they have Call of Duty. This, this should be like it, it's done. Like it they, is. They should like, just own the year. Yeah. If they would just freaking market, yeah, <laughs> they should yeah. own the year. It's a cultural. Okay. It's a culture thing too. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna be quick about it. Like no, no, please you, take your time. They, they have to involve the culture. You think of all the biggest games, like. Scale and Nova heard me a thousand times about this already. You, you think of all the biggest games, your Call of Duties, your Fortnites, your 2Ks, your, your Maddens. They always have some sort of cultural marketing to where they include rappers or like somebody from pop culture or, or something. Like, and that's how you you gain that fanfare and go engagement, viral. brother. That's you know that's- what I mean? Easy engagement. 100%. It's really it's, exactly it's really it. easy to show. Like the showing the banger after banger might be good to those that are in the know, but to 90% of gamers or 70% of gamers that only play that one game and possibly another game throughout the year, like they, they have to be, uh, you have to put that cultural, that, that pop culture, uh, face in front of them for them to pay attention, like really lock in, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, they have to do 
something similar because it's not enough like you can show call of duty call of duty halo gears forza indiana jones hellblade they have banger of games but then when you just put game pass at the end of it like it just doesn't do enough like sad to say like you have to put somebody out there or multiple celebrities like marketing your game you know yeah. marketing your service yeah no i agree with you viking uh, and to your point man thing, right yeah once there's nowadays mm-hmm. that's how we get engagement yeah because like i know that they usually put like a, a billion dollars uh annually into uh trying to get some of the games into game pass and less money into the marketing aspect i think that's part of the reason why they just you know they were like all right we need to come out and tell you guys what's going on and give you our business plan next week is because xbox is very dependent upon the community uh to kit to continue to keep that engagement up when it comes yep. out to their their new products and things of that nature so they needed to come out here and do that with the community because you know the community is the one that's raising all the awareness for the things that they have and now that's why some game of that pass numbers <laughs> yeah, and that's why game pass numbers have solved the community can only drive it so far yeah. yeah it's up to them to go further and they need to go further and it's got to be global it can't just be oh we do it here here in the u.s it's got to be everywhere i agree uh, look, at the end of the day, folks, it's four games, whether that uh, doubles by end of year, whether or not uh, Starfield gets over there in a year or two, we, we won't know. Um, we know that the question was asked by uh, uh, Tina Amini. She basically came right out and said, are these two games? Phil Spencer says no. He also confirmed that just because it's four games doesn't uh, you shouldn't expect he did. He didn't want false expectations for players and other platforms to think that everything is coming over. I think that was a solid way, but we, you know, again, there are a lot of people that are, you know, that are, you know, not feeling as confident and, and you know what, if you feel that way, I'm, I'm not going to fight you on it. Um, look folks, let me catch up on super chats and we're going to, we're going to roll into the second half of the show. This is where we get into the double standard that not only is the gaming media, but the gaming PlayStation community, because the exact same words that Hiroki Totoki said, okay, were said by Tim Stewart, were said by Phil Spencer, and they were all taken out of context. But according to the uh, the, the the people in the know, oh, absolutely not. It's not going to Xbox. We're gonna break that down. Why that's that's a lot of a lot of BS, but. Sith Lord, generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, warning, longhouse podcast invasion. Glad to see these guys here. They are cool indeed. They are. Um, Isaac Hayes, AZ85, says this after dropping a $5 super chat. What's Gucci, my longhouse brothers? Shout out to Boom for putting together this amazing panel. Straight up, thank you so much, Isaac. Definitely appreciate the generosity and more importantly, the kind words rc polygons drops an outstanding ten dollar super chat and says if these four games do great we can see more gas games and smaller games go to other places this means that they will loosen the ftc uh loosen the ftc case even more which i think their ftc is just a joke at this point uh we could see more buyout uh, uh prevents games from skipping xbox I mean, it's possible. I mean, we did see two announced today for the Switch, 
And for the PlayStation that were not coming to Xbox, a lot of people in their feelings about that. And it's kind of like, oh, we're seeing it all over again. I, again, it's two games. Yeah, I think he's saying that there'd be acquisitions, right? I assume that's what he means. Yeah, I, I think that's what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's going to be. Uh, and I think, I don't know if it's publishers. I think there are a lot of studios like the Crystal Dynamics, like the Eidos Montreals uh, that could potentially Racer. come over. IO Interactive is another one. Um, I mean, Square Enix is not out of the question because, you know, Sony ain't going to buy them. They, they ain't got no money. Um, but we'll see. Uh, sorry. 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 They, they just lost $10 billion, folks. I mean, it's also tough for them to buy it. It just you, you have to look at their market share and say, is it fair for them to buy that? Like, no, they're 98% in uh, in uh, Japan. There's no way that the, the their regulators are like, oh, yeah, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. Just, you know, keep rolling up those. Go to ninety nine percent before we uh, before we stop. Yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see. Gamer by choice drops an outstanding ten dollars super chat. And says Hi Fi Rush and other great games going the PlayStation probably to see if there is us uh, if there is a sell as a test. Uh, if you send mediocre games to PlayStation and the test fails, I mean that makes sense. If sales are good, test win and P- Pandora's box is opened a uh, great show thank you yeah that, that's we'll see vic the mf click says gang gang what's up everybody let the kids play sea of thieves and fall in love with xbox games so they will grow up loving xbox i mean listen you're not you're not wrong brother i mean it's it it's it's is it a gateway i mean it, it could very well be and i think that's what phil spencer oh, they already have that it. with minecraft i'm just saying they have it with minecraft yeah they they, they kind of do i mean i don't know we, we, we will see you know only time is going to tell uh sir x-men generous friend of the program drops an outstanding two dollar super chat and says for 10 years sony has not invested in services or servers fact well that's why i can't get into a game of hell divers too because they suck um and there's a bunch of back end stuff according and that's and that that's how you know how bad it is when the director of the game's like listen kind of hold off on buying the game and maybe come back and revisit when we get this stuff sorted shame on sony for not having the forethought that this could be big i'm just you know that's Sony's and making failure. a free a free to play weekend with double xp like the servers are already broken and you're going to bring more people into it <laughs> double xp free weekend so i i'm definitely not getting in now which is wonderful because uh well, yeah, well boom it isn't big on playstation no it's well it's not it's not big on playstation it's big on it's big on steam you know i mean you know it is what it is slander i love it i love it um vic the mf click drops an additional two dollar super chat and says enjoying the episode hit the like button indeed folks we have over 700 people here please for the love of joe hit the like button if you're not already subscribed consider subscribing because we're on the hunt for 15k we can get there with your help uh jacks 82 drops an outstanding 10 dollar super chat and says boom xbox did it to me again I bought Remnant 1 and 2 on Black Friday, dropped into Game Pass. I recently just bought Dead Island 2, and now it's on Game Pass. When will it end? Yeah, you have the same luck as um, Everborn Saga. And that's how you know, whenever he buys a game, hold off, it's going to Game Pass. Whenever he buys a game, when he tweets something, you'd be like, you know what, I'm going to pause. Because Everborn Saga's got the curse. And tell I'm, them to buy. Uh, <laughs> tell them to buy GTA Six when it comes out. Ah, <laughs> down there. There you go. I'm gonna need that too. I like that. Um, Kenneth 
Mayor Mayner drops a very generous $5 super chat. Kenneth, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the generosity. He says Xbox should go after the marketing rights to EA College Football 25. That is going to be big. Uh, that game will push sales uh, from casuals over a decade of anticipation. Yeah, that, that's a big one. A lot of people are super stoked for that. Uh, we have a new channel member, Mash, in the chat. Thank you so much for becoming a channel member. We super appreciate that here. Spartan661, who's been a channel member for seven months. Thank you for the generosity, my man. He says, boom, you aren't going anywhere. You are the podcaster that podcasters look up to. That's crazy kind of you, bro. Thank you for the very kind words. He says, I, I, I love you have four gaming shows with your dedication on your shows. DBG for life. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, listen, this is I, I'm I'm I take none of this for granted, folks. Honestly, I am blessed to be here because, like I said in the beginning, YouTube is vast and it's really, really hard to navigate. And thankfully, I, we, we've been able to grow an audience. So thank you so much for the kind words, brother. Super appreciate that. Lieutenant Hulk. Uh, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, if Microsoft Game Studios stays exclusive, ABK and Bethesda games should be multi-plat. That won't hurt Xbox if everything in game is in Game Pass, just easy revenue. I mean, that's you're not wrong. I mean, Bethesda games, I, I, I guess I can I wrap my mind around it. I, I'm still like the Xbox Game Studios thing. I I just you're not going to get me to you're not going to sell me on that, man. I just think that that. I said this many times before, folks, please don't boo me if, if you feel I'm I'm, I'm re repeating myself. Brand recognition matters. It matters to Nintendo, which is why they hold their cards close to the vest. And it matters to PlayStation. It's why their games are so close to the vest. Microsoft has those games. They have them. Um, we haven't seen some of them in their best light. We're still waiting on some gear stuff with the next Forza. The Forza Horizon is going to be big. You know, are we getting a new Halo? Hopefully sooner than later. Those are the tent poles. Obviously, we saw a lot outside of that. First of all, like South by Midnight. I don't know if you're not excited for that. You crazy. That game looks crazy dope. And I cannot wait for that. That's that to me has the shine. And we, we don't know much about it. Of a hi-fi rush. So does that go over? Or does compulsion games? Yeah, I, I, I hope not. Probably. It's a it's a it's a definitely a question. It's definitely a question. Um the Liz 22 drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, I'm really enjoying Helldivers. I'm not gonna front, so am I. I'm level just a pinch between for level eight. I gotta get to level 10 so I can get that backpack that has a laser that follows you around. Dope. It looks so good. Someone like dropped it for me and I put it on. I was like, what the this is amazing. I'm when I when I'm in Helldivers, whether I'm with Randos or solo, I'm loving it. I absolutely love the game when it works. And for the last two days, it has not worked for me, which is frustrating as all hell. Um Igmatic Dreams drops a two dollar super chat and says, watch. Hotel de Luna, Mrs. Boom, and I watched it. Phenomenal. That's a, that's a, of course, he obviously is a fan of, of, of K dramas. That was dope, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm like a big nerd. Sorry. Um, so listen, I'm going to stop there because I want to, I want to move in Black Viking to this talk. Um, I have a tweet that you put out that's pretty damn interesting and telling. Now, 
when I say the gaming media is garbage, I don't mean all media, right? Not everyone's a P- POS or POS of the week, thanks to uh, Dirk Riggity, one of my favorite uh, parts of his shows. I love, no, who doesn't like the POS of the week, right? Honestly. Um, but the gaming media is uh, skewed. Um, not all media is bad, just like not every person in wherever is bad. But they do rep their colors, and it's blue. And there is an Xbox tax, even though I hate saying that. There is. It exists. Black Viking, you put this out there. Now, there is a particular website, which I would consider... I would consider Icon Era. Uh, If you're from New York, and you've ever been down to Times Square, you see, like, the plastic box that people... It says like free paper and people throw garbage into. Well, that that's what Icon Era is. Like they're not even the rag mag that you find on the grocery way, like the Inquirer. You know, they're not they're not that good. Um, they put out a tweet where they said Sony president Hiroki Totoki clarified multi-platform means PlayStation and PC, not Xbox and Switch, even though he didn't say that. Uh, pretty interesting stuff there. And what happened next? Oops, we ran into some problems because that was taken <laughs> down. Um, and people in Gadget ran with this story. Quite a few people ran with this story. So really, it we're not. I'm not here to attack the media. What I'm here to ask you, Black Viking, is if the same wordage for Hiroki Totoki was used, and on Monday they reported a ten billion dollar drop in their stock yep what makes you or anybody think that they're not going to put something um like a spider-man 2018 on xbox right now people uh, uh, it can't happen it's 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 too good of a game is it is it because spider-man 2018 is phenomenal but that game is also i don't know i'm no mathematician six years old so if sony doesn't have it in their own service which they took out right before Spider-Man 2, like a bunch of clowns, mm-hmm. right? They took it out of their, their, their streaming service so you can buy it again because that's just, you know, what they do. What makes you think on everything Hiroki Totoki said about putting other games and using other platforms with an S, mm-hmm. meaning not Xbox, because he's fighting a console war? I, I, again, we've talked in the green room, folks. If you didn't know, uh, Hiroki Totoki's role in SIE is the same as Amy Hood. That, Amy Hood is literally for Sony running um, PlayStation. You don't think you think he plays console wars? You think <laughs> right. he cares about your feelings? Let's talk about it, Black Viking. Yeah. So this, I probably spent a little bit too much time on this. Um, I was just like baffled at it. Cause I read the official Sony transcript of, uh, the Q3 reporting or whatever the earnings call. And so I saw the icon era thing and it says Sony president Hiroki Totoki clarified, clarified multi-platform means PlayStation and PC, not Xbox and switch. So I go in there and I was like, all right, so they're quoting from, in gadget right and i go to in gadget and they say um according to the vgc that he wants playstation to go aggressive on improving our margin of performance that's in quotes with 
in quotes, multiple platform games playing a significant role. And then they said he clarified in the talk that by multi-platform, he meant on PlayStation and PC, not Xbox or Switch, right? So I was like, mm, I don't remember reading his words because you're not they're not quoting it, right? I don't remember seeing his words say that it does not, it, it means PC and, and PlayStation 5, not Xbox or Switch. So then I go into the VGC article. I, I, I'm stupid like this, but like <laughs> you're journalist, like you're supposed to do this, not me. You know what I mean? So I go into the VGC article and there's a paragraph there and it says, Satoki then addressed the topic of first party games and made it clear that he feels releasing them multi-platform in quotes. And then you see the parentheses that they included, VGC included, which he seemingly, seemingly clarified as meaning PC, end of end of parentheses, continues to be the way forward. Like you can't put words in this dude's mouth at all because he didn't say nothing. He didn't clarify. He didn't seemingly clarify anything. Like this is, you wanting to put a, a blue spin as you will to it because if feels if Amy Hood said this you would not see those parentheses you just wouldn't i guarantee cuz we've already seen it anytime anytime Tim Stewart says some shit or uh Phil or anybody says anything it's always taken to the direction of they're going multi-platform yes they can't believe instantly instantly yes. and they can't believe that they know that these first party games that playstation has costing 300 million dollars are not sustainable but don't but they can't see the future to where playstation might put those games on other platforms day and date or older titles right like imagine two years from now ratchet and clank might come to xbox might come to switch too if it has a powerful magical ssd to run on right <laughs> but yeah the 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 model is is shifting is changing uh for all these platform holders not just xbox right the their first party studios like that's why you see square jumping ship and being like yeah we're, we're going to just start putting our games everywhere same with atlas we've seen that as well atlas is we saw the new game uh was that made by Atlas? I don't. I don't think it was. Was it? Atlas Unicorn? had a game in the uh, Nintendo Direct. Direct, yeah. Was so it? it's on Unicorn Nintendo. Overlord? It's on Xbox, and I think it's on place. I think it's on all three, right? So yeah, yeah, it's on all three. But like they're making moves to go <laughs> yeah. on all platform because like their shareholders demand that they grow, and you can't grow by sticking to one platform. You just can't. So, yeah, this whole the whole media thing, dude. Like, I don't. I don't understand it. I don't see what they gain from it. Um, especially on Twitter, because I've seen my Twitter paychecks and I get like 40 million impressions, you know, quite often. Uh, and my, my checks ain't that big. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it ain't it ain't it ain't worth it. You know what I mean? So I don't know what the angle is unless you just got like some diehard fanboys that work at these places um that want to see their platform strive versus but don't being media 
don't be a don't be a journalist if you're gonna not not have journalistic integrity. Putting putting parentheses while you're trying to quote a man, and then it goes down, you know, the whispers, and then it ends up being Hiroki Totoki clarified that it's means PC and PlayStation Five. Like, come on, man, like. Let's not do that. Let's not let's not spin it like this. I've never seen such crap because if it was Xbox, oh my god! Yeah, ten stories uh, yeah. immediately. Yep, ten stories immediately. You know the one thing we learned uh, in the last couple of weeks, folks, um, and I think um, well, we both said it at the same time. A shout out to Paris Lily, a good friend of the program, great friend that's, of the community. That's my um, big brother right there. Yeah, he's he's an amazing creator. Uh, obviously, I found Paris through Gamertag Radio with Danny Benya, um, and obviously he's with Kind of Funny uh, on Xcast as he should because he's inc- incredibly talented. Um, we both said that what happened with the media, uh, which exposed the 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 inconsistencies. Let's just say that to be to be to be gentleman like was fastest loudest. Right now, again, not throwing any particular journalist under the bus or any particular news, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, organization under the bus because we don't do that here. But that's how this thing got out of control because it was fastest, loudest. Right? Who can drop the story and who can scream from the heavens? This was happening, and this is how we got. This is how this is how the, 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 the we saw the infighting. It was disgusting. It was awful. Um. And uh, this is one of those situations uh, where when you look at the gaming media as a whole, they can't and refuse to even potentially suggest that uh, something like a PlayStation would have their games like in uh, Returnal, for instance. Returnal is not going to make you any more money. Right. That that game is just it is what it is. It came out. It had a tremendous amount of fanfare, sold a bunch of copies. I believe it's available in their in their in their streaming service, which is great. People aren't subscribing for Returnal. So is it out of the question, Supernova, that something like a Returnal could find its way to Xbox? Right. It, it, I mean, it make it makes sense. Right. So, again, it's one of those situations where. Hiroki Totoki said what he said. They just lost $10 billion worth of stock value because they fell short of their sales for the PlayStation 5. I said this, uh, Supernova, and see if you agree with me. If the $3 trillion company is not willing to leave a cent on the table, when if they can make money, they're going to go and make money. They, obviously, they're doing it with the four games to start. Do you think that the billion-dollar company who just lost $10 billion is going to be like, nah, fam, I'm console war deep. You, you can't get my game. Come on. Let's, let me, yeah. let, let's be for real, people. Be for real. Yeah, because that that definitely doesn't make sense, man. If if Xbox is definitely shopping around some of their things, some of their toys that they have sitting in the toy box for a while, you can definitely bet that PlayStation will be doing the same. And as far as like uh, the kind of slanted type of like reporting, I think that it's just we're just in an, an interesting time to where it's just more blatant. 
you know, because Xbox is actually in a really good position right now. Um, got some, they acquired, you know, ABK. They're, they're throwing money around. They're getting a lot of good first party games in studios and things of that nature. So it's just uh, after the 360 and the Xbox One era, you know, we just kind of had to take some hits to the chest because, you know, exclusives weren't really there. It just was kind of abysmal. So since since Xbox is in a good position right now, people are starting to, to wake up and realize like, wait a second, like if if Xbox was to do something like this, you know, there would be 20 stories about it or. Um, but it's just interesting to see a lot of these large uh, places that's reporting on gaming have these slants because I'm I'm a fan of games. I, I love the game. You know, I've been been a fan of gaming my whole life. So, you know, growing up, I never would have thought that this was a thing, but it's just surprising, man, just seeing this you know, as a as a gamer and as somebody who's just interested in games as a whole. Yo, uh, boom! Did you see IGN did that? Did it again today? I, yes, they did. And <laughs> okay, so so okay, so this this dates back to like mid twenty twenty three. And shout out to Psychonauts, who's in the chat, who by the way uh, got attacked by several of the IGN staffers who were supposed to be media, right? You're supposed to be above it all. Uh, when he pointed out, hey, they they keep leaving things off. Like when they make an announcement, instead of saying, "Oh, it's available for the Switch, it's available for Xbox, it's available for PlayStation," no, that that's not what they do. They always seem to accidentally, on purpose, leave off the Xbox. So, what are we talking about today? Well, what what the Black Viking is uh, referring to, and shout out to Ric Flair Andy on Twitter, and it says IGN are the most Balanced outlet of all time. By the way, they uh, I pre-ordered this on Xbox. And they have a story which is branded as IGN. And this is what that Black Viking is talking about. Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection coming to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation. That's it, folks. No Xbox. Just those two. And this is what this is what we are talking about, Supernova. This disingenuous behavior, and I said, you know, back in the days when I got out of line, my mother gave me the pow pow, and she didn't just hit my mother. My mother hits. She 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 put an elbow into it, right? And we knew that when when we did something wrong, well, you know, cocodazos across the board. That's what we're getting, right? They will continue to do this to Xbox unless until Xbox slaps the hand. I don't know. Do you agree with that? Um, no. What do you think, buddy? Um, yeah, I think we and I we saw a little bit of it whenever IGN uh posted on Twitter like this out of nowhere. This is how you cancel your Game Pass subscription. You remember that? Yes, and then and then the and then Stein was in there, and then um, so was the Xbox Game Pass account with the with the emojis that did this. Like we need them to be be Wendy's, be a <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> be Wendy's. You know what I mean? Because then you can you can you should be able to like if if a company is talking or a, a journal a, a media outlet is is spreading you know, false rumors or, or whatever. 
you should be able to correct them on the spot be first in the chat and then that way it gets squashed immediately opposed to just letting them ride high in the sun and get their engagement numbers and make again make us the community do their work for them yeah i mean uh I mean, it's just, it, it is what it is, but, uh, uh, supernova, just, just get your final points on this. Um, where, where do you honestly feel, like I said, the one thing that we'll say about Xbox, and I think this is a, a very apparent, they are sometimes too quick with being, a, you know, to being ahead of the game. Like sometimes they're so ahead of the curve that people like the windows phone is a perfect example zoom is another one zoom mrs boom swears by it she has it she got the boom box and everything she absolutely loves it super dope thing they were ahead of the curve and people didn't catch on and what happened i, I the i the uh the, the the apple came in and stole the show right um this is one of those situations where you have to wonder how long it is before Sony decides to put something on. And when that happens, Supernova, the IGNs, the Engadgets, this is the greatest move of all time. Why didn't anyone think about this? It's it's greatest move of all time and the first to ever do it. I'm sure that that's what they're going to report. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I'm I'm sure that they're in some back rooms right now in some meetings talking about how they can get some of their uh, IPs onto other platforms, man. Uh, especially with the their profit margin uh, decreasing the way that it is, they're trying to look in a lot of different places to see if they can squeeze any red cent out of any place. To, you know what I mean? So that they're definitely looking to do that. And that's part of what Tatoki had also said about in reference to uh, Bungie itself is they're releasing great products. But uh, we need to figure out if we can uh, have them be a little bit more profitable and also uh, have them like hit their timetables, you know? So, yeah. 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 So definitely, man, uh, they'll definitely report, hey, this is Sony's doing a great job. Nobody's done this before. But we we all know that uh, Xbox has been a front runner when it comes to trying to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Not good stuff. Black Skellington, let's get you in on the conversation. Hiroki Totoki. I, th- I thought his, his points were clear. Um, I read the transcript just like Black Viking. I understood it. Uh, I read it again because I'm like, um, I don't remember him saying, even mentioning Xbox or Switch. He said other platforms with an S. I know that he didn't just mean uh, PC, PS5, cloud, uh, and mobile because um, they don't really have a mobile presence. So what other platforms do you feel and again maybe it doesn't happen this year I, I i honestly don't know but i know that they have to make money they look spider-man 2 as phenomenal as it was and i quite enjoyed it was 315 million dollars to make that game right thanks to the leaks we know that now they reported and i say they insomniac reported that they have quote unquote sold 10 million copies that's a falsity because they packed that game in with their PlayStation 5s. It was a pack-in, and every pack-in was only 50 bucks more, so they lost almost $18 on every PS5 that they sold. So they didn't get one-to-ones. So that's I mean, they're, they're being a little facetious with the numbers, but fine, I'll give them the $10 million. Even with the $10 million, does that uh, 
recoup this the spending because folks if you didn't know this Sony spends as equal as much on advertising as they do to build these games and 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 Hargeek can't even wrap his mind around it. he goes there's, there's no way yeah they probably spent 200 million dollars easily in marketing Spider-Man 2 and they cost 315 million to make and, and don't forget, they have massive royalties to pay. And for every bundle, it's up to 50% goes yes. to Disney. Yes. Just keep so, that in mind. Yeah, so the, they, they, they may not have made their money back. And they sustain this? I, well, I mean, if they're seeing Xbox do it, maybe they're going to do it. What, what are your thoughts? Oh, my thought, first off, is sounds like they're hurting <laughs> to me. It sounds like they need every single dollar from what they've spent. And I know uh, we talk about all the time on the Longhouse, that ROI, nothing to play with. They come in and they want their money. Yep. For sure. For sure, for sure. So to say that they're not going to put games out on the other platforms like that sounds absurd. <laughs> from from honestly like the, the, what you guys are telling me is like to spend 315 mil just to make the game and you sold 10 graciously we're giving it 10 it, them numbers are not adding up <laughs> at all so to just to say just to not even have that it should be in the forefront that these games are going everywhere they're going to send them out they should be because they're hurting. Is what's not the port. I don't think the PlayStation Portable did that well either. It ain't nothing sounding hot, and they don't have their 2024 release date doesn't sound good either to me. And I'm yeah. not a PlayStation basher. Like I'm a gamer. I'm here. For, just show me the games, and I'm happy. They're not right. showing me any games. They're sh just showing me remakes and remasters and foam. I'm a fan of the game actually, but I'm just saying that's what they're showing. <laughs> but I say that all to say I just I I don't see that being. Uh, financially responsible so um that's kind of my thought I, I think it just doesn't make sense and uh as far as the media who do you trust out here like that's not cool like he didn't say that i don't like that i don't like to yeah, like you automatically make me not you're discredited to me so now i don't even i'm just glad i play the games because i if i had to trust these outlets like 100 percent trust them like you want to trust them but clearly we can't so uh, I don't like I don't like the media the, the spin they're trying to do. So yeah, that's kind of what I think about it. No, it's it's a strong point. Again, it, it it is egregious on any level that words from a C CFO like Hiroki Totoki can be made up, and then it goes from one journalistic entity to another. And they credit, and it goes to another. Like I said, VGC looks for. I'm, I'm not going to front. I don't know Andy Robinson personally. I like his writing. I like the journalists over there, which is why I use VGC. Um, but again, this is one of those things that, man, Andy, this is this is you know, this should have been a rebuttal of something, you know, clarifying what he actually said, and not assuming that it's not Xbox. And Nintendo Switch, and and for instance, Engadget, they're not a small entity. They're they're probably as big as like an IGN. The fact that they ran this, like the Icon Era folks, I, I've never heard of them. You know what I'm saying? And they're out there. You know, they actually put out a uh, something that I actually let me see if I have it here in front of me. This is how stupid. 
this this website is. Let me see. I, I had sent it over to see money. Where is it? Oh, okay. This is th- this is what you're dealing with, folks. According to Icon Era, Helldivers 2 proves Indiana Jones game being first person is a lazy attempt and no real effort put into it. That's what you're dealing with. That is that unfortunately <laughs> that is the media on uh, of today. Uh fast fastest, loudest and no res- and no responsibility for their reporting. IGN is another one. They're egregious. Kotaku is a joke. GameSpot is another bunch of jokers over there. Uh, it's 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 sad. You know, all I can say is this is why uh, and and I and I say this, folks. I say this with absolute fact. The reason why they are acting like this is because of people on this podcast, people like the Iron Lords, people like the Ma- Mav and uh, Pong and uh, Steel Rain and and all of these different podcasts, PTK Blam, all of these great podcasters. They do that because we are taking the views away from them. So loudest, fastest, even if it's lies. And that is why the media is is the way that they are. And you know something? You got to call them to the carpet. When this kind of stuff happens, do not be afraid to put them on blast because this channel isn't. And like I said, I said this this, uh, privately and I'll say it publicly. I know for a fact. That I because I went up against IGN, a conglomerate, it closed doors for this channel. And you know something? I'll wear it like a mother effing badge of honor because I don't bow down to nobody. And if they're doing wrong, rest assured, I'm gonna put them on blast. But with that said, let's get Hargeet in on, on this. Hargeet, you're a money guy. We always talk dollars and cents. And if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make dollars. I don't <laughs> see a world where someone like Hiroki Totoki who is the equivalent of Amy Hood, sees money being left on the table, and he just, him and his company just posted a $10 billion stock loss. I don't know when these games are going to make it to Switch and Xbox, but I would imagine that it's going to be sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, look, it for very old properties, right? You take some of these games, for instance, like Sea of Thieves came out 18? Is that right? 2017? 2018, like I'm pretty sure of it, yeah. Um, six years old, uh, you've, you've had a run on, on your console and on PC. Uh, you might say the same thing for some of the games that came out in the PS4 era and say, okay, we, we've had our run on them and it sold like a million and a half copies. Okay. Is, is that a good enough return? What if we throw it on switch and sell another million? It, it's just kind of getting free money, isn't it? Like what exactly is the downside? Uh, you know, if it can run, do it. What, what's the, I, I, you have to look at the calculus and say, all right, where, you know, where is this going to hurt our brand? Right. I'm not taking, take, you know, say take like uncharted or last of us or something like that, but you can take a gravity rush and say, all right, what's it going to take to port gravity rush to Nintendo switch? Is that a very high system, you know, GPU using game? No, you could, you could run that on a switch. So what, why not? Like, what, what's the downside? You're not making any more of them. You close the Blaze Studio. So what's it going to hurt you? Like, go ahead and do it. And, you know, if it's going to cost you a hundred grand to make the port, do you think you'd sell enough copies to make that back? 
I would Probably. think so. Yeah. Right. Why not? Right. Well, again, like th there's just certain calculus you have. You say like I have this massive back catalog of just games sitting around collecting dust, and they're exclusive only because we don't want to put them somewhere else. Right. Certainly, green light everything to PC. No reason not to do that. Of course, you just do that. Right. Massive install base. The Switch has a massive install base too, and you just like you, you can't ignore that market and you know even in your home territory they're they're kicking your butt it's just the yep. way it is switch outsells playstation so why not take advantage of that yeah like so at some point there's like the the pride of your system fine that's not the coo that's who that's who this, this is the second in command of sony he's not gonna care he's gonna say i have stuff sitting around that i can just make money off of why am i not making money off of it what, what what's the negative to my brand Show me the negative. If you can't show me a negative, I'm going to do it, right? And he's running the show for the next year or so until he finds somebody else. And when he finds somebody else, guess who they're reporting to? Him. Him, yes. So <laughs> he, he's going to look at this business pretty intensely right now because he's going to run the show and say, what are you doing here? <laughs> why, why aren't you making more money? <laughs> so uh, I just see like it, it's literally just money lying there waiting to be made. Right, their games are one and done games. Like, why not? I like there, there are certainly so many old games on PS3, PS4, whatever you can bring to PC. You should, and then why not bring it to other platforms? It's up to them to figure out where that calculus is. That hey, this is too big. Just like we have that same like hesitation when it comes to Starfield or Indie or Halo. Fine, there are going to be games that are like, no, we can't touch those. Fine, but there's so many more that you could. There's no reason to block those. Is Knack going to be the game that kills PlayStation? <laughs> I mean, literally, they closed the studio. It's dead. The studio is dead. If it's just sitting around, if you throw that on Switch and it sells like, you know, 100,000 copies, that's just money in your pocket. Why yeah. not? Just take, just take the money. On the, the other side of it is you say, well, okay, you know, you, you put it on an Xbox and it, it may not sell that well. You can make a Game Pass deal. Do you think Microsoft would want to put a PlayStation game in Game Pass? They already do. They've done it twice. <laughs> that will be the show. And then the chance they got to get that stranding, they got that in there too. And there's nothing stopping you from making more deals like that. Right. Did that make money for for uh, for PlayStation? They well, themselves said sure. the MLB the show in Game Pass was a good idea. It is what it is, right? You have to just look at that. And he's a money guy. Like, again, what is it to them to take an old game like Death Stranding? It's already been on PC for a while. Throw it in Game Pass. Like, what? It's already been there. <laughs> just put it on PC Game Pass. What, well, I mean, what does it hurt you? <laughs> here's, a, here's a theory. Uh, I don't know. Uh, part two is coming out, right? Looks pretty dope. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy it. So maybe if they drop <laughs> that into Game Pass. They would get people to potentially, and again, this is the theory that Microsoft is working with. Hey, we put Sea of Thieves here. People are like, well, that Xbox is cool. Maybe I should go check out what they have. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but fine. <laughs> if they believe that, that's okay. Yeah. But if you if you put Death Stranding <clears throat> into Xbox Game Pass, and it was on Xbox Game Pass for PC. It just wasn't yep. a console. You could get people to be like, whoa, the second one looks... I, I'm, I did, They play it, they like it, they either like it or they hate it, it's fine. Yeah, it's and, Game Pass, you could try it, you know, whatever. If they like it, they play it, they beat it, maybe that gets them a PlayStation sale. 
Or if they're going to do what they should do, which is day and day PC, that would be a Steam sale that they just Indeed. made yes. when it comes out at full price, right? Um, no reason to not take it. Like, why not? Right? This is kind of the thing, the calculus they now have, right? Helldivers 2 is selling way more on PC than it is on PlayStation. That's got to open their eyes and say, well, okay, cool. For certain games, we do sell on PlayStation. But good God, we could probably sell better if we had, if, if Returnal had sold day and date instead okay. of a million on PlayStation and like 50,000 on whatever it was, 100,000 on, on Steam. It could have been a million plus a million. And, you know, if you just put it in day and date, right, you could sell a heck of a lot more. There's just word of mouth. There's just this buzz that happens. You get your marketing and people go and buy it, right? So that could have been a heck of a lot more sales. So that's up to them to do the calculus. And he's a numbers dude. He's going to do the calculus and say, I don't see the point of not doing that. So this PC thing, we should just presume, right? And if, if there's somebody still holding out that, hey, PC day and date, you should just expect that's kind of a given at this point. Yeah, at this point. They, yeah. They're looking at the numbers and they're not going to say, oh, yeah, I don't want the money. They're going to say, well, what the hell's the difference? My consoles are selling. I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> like the console right. isn't like we're not losing the Xbox here. The console's still kicking butt. So what the heck am I losing here? Day and date PC, please give me the money. <laughs> like they're, they're going to do it anyway. You might as well just do it now and get the marketing and get the sales. Even if it comes at like that 60, 70% of what they sell on the console, that's a lot of money. <laughs> like why not take it? So, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a stats guy. Like, that's my thing. Like, I, I love evidence-based conversation because then when I bring the stats, people, you know, you can't argue with me. The numbers are the numbers. They don't lie. So, perfect example of uh, what I believe to be at some point. I'm not poor begging, folks. I own all, all consoles. I buy everything everywhere. That's just what I do. Um, uh, perfect example, Helldivers 2, not available on Xbox, bought it on, on PlayStation. It's fine. Um, <laughs> check these numbers out, guys. Um, Hell Divers, and this is what Matt Matt Piscatella got in trouble with the uh, PlayStation zealots, if you will, the fanatics that made this poor man uh, retract his tweet because he was getting bullied so bad, which I think is just disgusting. Um, <coughs> one in four players on PlayStation, one in four bought and are playing Hell Divers 2. Well, I'm one of those people because I'm this game is really good. But when you look at PC, one out of uh, 20. It's the opposite. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, one, yeah. one out of four on Steam, which is, which is a great number. One out of every 20 PlayStation gamers are bought and played that game. That's awful. Here's another stat for you, folks. This pissed off a lot of people yesterday. I saw it. I kind of just stood. I was like Batman just perched. I'm watching the criminals go do their thing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fix your ass. You just keep doing it. I'm going to watch. Right? MLB The Show 23. This was reported by numerous Xbox sites. Oh, good. <laughs> Six to one Xbox versus PlayStation <laughs> players. Think about that for a second. Six Xbox players are playing to the one PlayStation player. That's just <laughs> crazy and i think what's even more crazy is the fact that it's in game pass the maximum edition day and date and sony doesn't even put the old one in their 160 dollar a year service like what is what madness are we are we uh, world are we living in 
But That's look, um, something like Hell Divers, when it gets its sea legs, once it's it's done its thing, once its servers are all fixed. That's a game that has to be greenlit almost immediately. And again, here's yeah. the thing, folks. I'm not even going to front. Uh, if it comes to Xbox now, if it's in, in Game Pass, I don't have to buy it. Maybe they, maybe Microsoft drops the bag because Phil Spencer actually made mention of it. He actually name dropped Hell Divers during that Axios uh, Stephen Tatillo. He's like, it just it, it it being only on PlayStation doesn't make any sense. It hurt. It doesn't. You know, it all hurts his gamers. And he's he, he's not wrong. He's not port begging because <laughs> you know it yeah. is what it is. But I'll buy that game again. If it came to Xbox and it wasn't a Game Pass, I'd buy it again to play it on Xbox. At least the servers would work. Um, yep. You know, uh, at, at that but point. So again, I, I don't know what his plans are, but like it just, it seems obvious that at some point you just take old games. Yep. It's like eight to 10 years old. It's not doing anything for you on your platform. It's just not. Yeah. Right. Now, again, there are going to be ones that are like, we can't touch these ones. Fine. God Fair of War, enough. Uncharted, yeah. Horizon, Fair you know, those are but, those are sacred cows. I don't see them coming. But there over. are ones that you're like, okay, so is Sackboy like going to like sell PlayStations? Maybe not. And how does it hurt to just get more sales on it? Right. And and, and you put like a kid friendly game on, on Switch. Even a ratchet okay. and clank makes sense. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It, could. it didn't sell a lot, right? No, so it's so terrible. It's sold under two million copies, which I bought it, by the way, which so, is one of the, it's one of the best in the series. And again, even even not putting it on Xbox, fine. Nintendo. There's just, yeah. just like a big massive freaking thing there, right there. Just saying, hey, put it on here. You can just get some sales. Like, what what's the downside? So I think it's gonna happen. Uh we'll see when, right? But I like first off, they don't have any games. That's a big problem. That's no games coming in the next year. So huge problem. We have to wait a while before any of this comes to fruition. But when it does happen, I would expect to see PC day and date is probably going to be something they're looking for, or at least that that delta between the releases is going to be very short. They're going to try to make that not two years, but maybe six months or three months uh, to try to cut that back. The 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 headache you run into here is even if you set that goal now, it takes time for your studios to learn how to put games on those platforms, right? So all of them don't know how to put their game on PC yet. And adding Switch or Xbox is just yet another platform they have to figure out, right? So uh, so it might take some time, right? Uh, so over the next few years, I would expect that to sort of change up a bit. Uh, but it may not, so it may not happen immediately, but it will happen. Over time, you will see that they will start doing PC day and date. And then at some point, just take your old catalog. And this isn't something that their studios have to do. They can just hand it off to external uh, companies to do a port and say, just take this old game we already have and port it over, right? Here's the code, go do it, right? And again, is it is a huge cost to do that? I, no. I don't know if it is. So any PS4 game, PS3 game, could that be brought to Switch? Yes, <laughs> you can totally do that. Could you bring it to Xbox? Probably. They may be hesitant to do that. But I mean, they themselves say Nintendo is not a competitor to them. Then that's just a platform that's sitting there waiting for you to sell your games to because you can just put them there and not have any impact on your system, right? So why not? Why not? <laughs> just don't see the value. I, I just, I just it. think that the, the 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 world that uh, the dinosaurs like us have seen have grown up in is is rapidly changing. Uh, the new generation, the younger kids that don't even game on console, were, happy, were more than happy to game on a phone, on a tablet, because that's how they grew up as as babies. 
Yeah, that's that's your audience, folks, uh, and they don't care where they play. Um, and and very few have like attachments to consoles. I think games are going to be everywhere. I don't like it. I think they're like yeah. I said. I'm, you, you're never going to sell me <laughs> that I, it makes sense. And Nintendo will be the last one to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah. Nintendo. There's they, two they, more they, points, but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, again, no. Good, 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 good so points. two more points. Uh, one is mobile. That there is the potential to start moving to mobile, and like yes. expect in the next five years that mobile will be so powerful that you can play games. They're starting to port AAA games onto mobile now, right? So yeah. in the next five years, expect that that will kind of be a thing. So you have to stage that now to say, okay, cool. If I want to start doing that, what's that going to look like, and how am I going to get my game to work effectively on what devices, right? To start making that happen. The other big one is PSVR two has. Well, can we just say it's kind of a fail? Um, uh, yeah, it's a fail. Th th those <laughs> games do not need to be stuck. So they have a couple that are theirs, right? Like like Horizon, uh, that there's no reason to not just bring that over to Quest. Uh, they should just do it. Like, because seriously, they'll just get sales for the game that's just kind of dead on theirs. I I, I don't know if it's going to ever get to a high enough uh, you know margin as far as the, the number of units to make up the loss. I mean, they bundled it in, right? So maybe they're happy with the sales. How much did they sell for that thing? One million, two million units, something like that. One and a half million units. It was units. very low. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so maybe they're happy at that level. Fine. But I mean, it just seems like a waste to me to not just take that game and put it on MetaQuest and like get some money. Like, what's the downside to you? Like, ultimately, people didn't buy into it. So, uh, you know, if you're gonna put out PSVR two and hope that it sells, well, it didn't. Um, and maybe you have something in the you know background that's going to happen that makes that better but i would seriously look at taking those games and putting them on MetaQuest and get money out of it no it it, it makes perfect sense i mean look it's psvr 2.0 it just didn't sell it's literally sitting and collecting dust uh there's been no price reduction on it i don't see it moving they don't have any of their major first-party studios working on it. And it's a shame because, like, Insomniac Games, if you didn't know, they make amazing, amazing VR games. And I actually didn't know that until Kiyosanti was like, no, you got to check some of these games out by Insomniac. It's a shame they never tapped into that. But look, folks, at the end of the day, I think this was an amazing show. Lots of big opinions. Apologies, King couldn't get out of work. And Kiyosanti, his wife, wasn't feeling so good, so he had to take care of the kids. But we still had a, a rocking podcast, in my opinion. And everyone was able to get off all of their, their points without being rushed. Let me catch up on these Super Chats, and then we get everyone out of here. Now, real quick, Black Viking put into the uh, into the private chat, and I have to look at this. Let me just, let me just pull it up right now. Uh, this, is pretty, this is pretty big news, folks. The Verge is reporting that Microsoft and Intel have struck or str have striked a deal for a custom chip that could be worth billions with a B. This is what a lot of people have been kind of talking about in the background that may be the custom chip in their handheld that is rumored to be launching. Uh, I again, I I, I want to read about the story. Who wrote this? This was by uh, that was um, yes, Wes Davis no. uh, of of the Verge. I will definitely we, we we may talk about this tomorrow. Me and C Money, or I may save this for um, Friday's Breakfast with Boom. I have to see what, what you know what kind of traction it gets, whether or not it's worth. Because I think that this is going to be their new chipset moving forward. Because remember, they were moving away from AMD supposedly 
because there's no contract, according to some insiders. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, they didn't catch- specify what it would be used for. So it mm. had, usually they, they would come out and say what it will be used for, usually, unless it's going to be something like that handheld that they want. Yeah. Yeah. And that was going to be dope. I'm buying it. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but Chris R drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, whose fault it is for marketing. Aaron Greenberg seems like a great guy, but is he failing at his job? It's not all on Aaron. Um, he is a marketing v- VP. He is, but he, the, I think the marketing is well beyond him. I'm talking about like, like super, you know, in, integrated into what they do. Uh, he represents Xbox. I don't know if he has any instant, in, you know, in, any say into what goes and the budgeted for coming out of Microsoft. Obviously, Aaron Greenberg's a marketing guy. Is he failing? I, I don't know. I, I, I can't really say because I don't know the inner workings of Microsoft. Somebody has dropped the ball. That's the bottom line, because Game Pass needs to be in everyone's face. They need to put the games out there and they let the game sell your service. A lot of people don't know about the service. That's why they're stagnant growth. Um, Gamer by Choice drops a $2 super chat and says, have Taylor Swift or and Snoop market $4 trillion. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, she is... The hottest thing since sliced bread, and who can say no to Snoop Dogg? He's a he's a big Xbox head. He is. He loves Xbox. Also, uh, just gotta say is, uh, I love the green. I love the green. He loves the green. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you're not wrong. You know, Snoop Dogg loves the green. Um, I saw what he did with the smokeless heater. Oh <laughs> yeah, he he yeah. got everybody in uproar with that smokeless stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Uh, Rocket scientist drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says, "Boom X." Longhouse X Chani equals Greenheart. Hit that like button, brother. Thank you for the kind words and the generosity. We have Fantas Archer drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Microsoft marketing is very fishy. Is it too expensive? Do they only like social media? What does no one ever ask about or write about that? Hashtag investigations. I mean, it's it's solid questions, dude. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Rocket Scientist drops a very generous additional $5 super chat and says, uh, sing to Sweet Coraline, um, Hiroki Totoki, uh, <laughs> but, but, but bad times, never seen so bad. I'd be inclined but, 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 to believe Sony will put games on Xbox, LOL. I mean, <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Uh, the Trillist. Drops a very generous $2 super chat and says IGN is on borrowed time. YouTube and X is the new media. Yeah, I think that's what they're afraid of. That's why they 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 act bombastic like this to try and get a flash in the pan. I think that eventually they, 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 people are going to get tired of their, their, their stuff. Um, the legendary Yobi drops not one but two $5 super chats. And Yobi says this, hashtag peace, love, and life indeed, sir. To the Longhouse Gaming Podcast, let's go. Black excellence in the building. Let's go. Bring a tear to my eye. Hashtag love. And his second final super chat, he says, Nintendo will be the last company to hold out on their exclusives, and they are a goddamn powerhouse. Seriously, imagine Smash Brothers going multi-plat. Whoa. Yeah, they will, they will go mobile. 
and they will go maybe PC, but they would never go anywhere else. They just, they just wouldn't, man. I, I just can't see it. And Abdel114, who's been a channel member for five months, says this. Pony said Microsoft can't afford to put Call of Duty in Game Pass, yet they strike deals of 15 billions with Intel like nothing. TTS, Hargeet, Nova, Viking. Indeed. Talk that shit as it's as as well. He said it the right way. I said it the, the wrong way, but it's fine. It's fine. Listen. Let's get everyone out of here. Now, folks, look, I'm going to drop their link in there. Uh, you've heard the gentlemen speak. You listen to them on a weekly basis. The Longhouse podcast or the Longhouse gaming podcast is something that you should be subscribed to. It should be in your new list of right up there with the, the Iron Lords listening to their work each and every week. Black Viking, please sell your brand, kind sir. Talk about it, where they can subscribe, where they can listen to it live, and more importantly, follow you on social media. Man, you comparing us to Iron Lords, bro. You don't know how much that means. That's crazy. <laughs> That's you so know, cool. I tell a story on a regular basis. This is something I'm so proud of, and it's not because I want to pat on the ass. I don't. I don't need it, uh, folks. Uh, it's just. It's just not in my DNA. We're here to help others grow. That's what we do. But back in the days before they, because you know they're 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 upwards of of twenty thousand subscribers. I think they're closer to twenty five. They. Yeah. Iron Lords are like legit one of the best podcasts in the business, straight up. Yeah, there was a point, folks, where they could they were struggling to could you imagine Addict King Sovereign and Cog were struggling to get to a thousand subs? And we helped we helped them do that the same way that they returned the favor years later, helping me live on their show get to 10k. That's how this stuff works, and yeah. you guys, you guys do a great job, man. You do a, you know, in comparing you, I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it in my heart. And uh, you just keep doing what you're doing, and you're gonna see the growth. Thanks, man. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you guys can catch us every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time um, on YouTube at the Longhouse Gaming Podcast. Um, we're also, I mean, we have everything on all audio platforms as well. Spotify, if you want to catch it on the replay. Um, but man, we cut up. I tell you, we cut up. There's probably more laughter than talking most of the time, <laughs> but, but it's cool, man. We all have different opinions, um, on there. Um, and it's, it's just great chemistry. So if y'all don't know black skeletons, my biological brother, supernova is a friend we've known each other since elementary school um and we've always played games man always and you know when we started the podcast it was uh we always we all talk games anyway on discord let's just throw some screens up and <laughs> you know what i mean let's, let's do it so and we started man we started december 15th and today while on the show we hit 1500 Nice. I saw that. Well, 1.5. I just peeped that. Yep. Uh, so amazing, man. So thanks for all the supporters. I know some of the people that uh, are in our chat are in here too, man. So shout out to y'all, man. Anybody that comes up, just give us a peep. Just give us a little peep. Yep. And I uh, just for for make it easy. It couldn't make it any easier for you folks. I just dropped the link in the chat. All you gotta do is 
hit the link. Subscribe, and if you're feeling extra generous, you're feeling really good, you had a good day, you hit the bell icon, so every time they go live, you get notified so you don't miss out because they already have 51 videos, and I'm sure it's going to be 10 times that if they keep doing what they're doing. And uh, congratulations on 1.5 because, again, we all start with one sub, and if you didn't know, mine was Mrs. Boom. That's right. She yeah. support <laughs> me from day one, as she That's always awesome. does. Supernova, let's sell your brand, brother. Where can people check you out on social media? But more importantly, what else you got going on? And when it, you know, what are when's the next Longhouse podcast? Uh, the next Longhouse podcast will be tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern time, like Viking said, man. And shout out to everybody who's in the chat, man. I've noticed that some people that you know are usually there for our show are also here, man. Wonderful community. Um, and that was an awesome, like a great story that you told, boom, like between you and Iron Lords, that's that's huge, man. So I'm just thankful every day to be a part of such a wonderful community for real. Um, and you can either find me on the Longhouse podcast or you can find me on Twitter slash X at super underscore Nova Gamer um, on there, man. And uh, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday night if you guys came out. Yeah, thanks so much for that. Here's another, here's another funny story you guys may or may not hold. When I was interviewed, by cognito lord cognito um i had made mention back in the days i used to import a lot of stuff so we used to go to queen's boulevard to a little hole in the ground it was an import place and the guy in there we used to call him grandfather he was an old asian dude he was man he was so he was cheap grandfather <laughs> wouldn't give you nothing but he was it, it was the import place don't you freaking know that at, this is how small the world is king david was the big dude behind the, the counter i met king david incognito years before i met them and, and knew who they were in real life that crazy. is crazy man yes. small world man and i was telling the story about grandfather like wait a second boom grandfather did he have a shop at on queen's boulevard yo that was us crazy that's just crazy so we have a i mean we like those are my brothers you know what i'm saying that that's my yeah. fam right there and of course you know depending on who you ask and how you ask it king david i did steal his whip in e3 2019 it was just to drive around the block but i did squeeze some tires he'll tell you a whole different story than i'm gonna tell you but uh, there you go. Black Skeleton. Come on, brother. Let's sell your brand. Where can people subscribe to you? Uh, uh, obviously, they can subscribe to you on the uh, on the Longhouse podcast. But where could people reach out to you on social media if they want to strike up a conversation? How's it going? <laughs> I go by Black Skeleton with two Qs. Uh, you can catch me on pretty much all the socials, Instagram, and I stream on YouTube Monday, Wednesdays, nice. and Fridays at 1 p.m. Central. Um, I'm playing all the games, a lot of Valorant, a lot of Apex. I'm probably going to play Halo Infinite this Friday because we were talking about it in my chat, and I was just like, man, I haven't played that in a while. I need to rank Slayer. So I'm going to just play that just for old time's sake. But you can catch me on there, and you can also catch me on the Longhouse Gaming Podcast. Our next episode is tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Look, uh, Boom and Hargy, thank you guys in, eternally for this. I'm forever grateful. I'd never thought this in our wildest days. And we literally just talked about over the phone saying, 
we should start one. <laughs> you know what I That's mean? Great. So from from it. going on the phone to saying we should start it to starting it, and now we're at 1.5K is just, it's blowing my mind every single day. <clears throat> and I just want to say man. thank you for thank you for all the support from the people in the chat. Everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you. Longhouse! Yeah, <laughs> you guys got a good product, man. Uh, I love and 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 love and I love seeing love love seeing the success. Uh, Hargeet, before I get to you, brother, your baby Farva drops a very generous five dollars super chat, and he says, "Great show, guys! Boom has a long history of supporting up and coming channels. Glad to see bro and them on here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Listen, thanks so much for the very kind words. It's it's in our DNA. It's what we do, and I think more people should do it. Honestly, I mean." I lead by example. Hopefully others will follow and be like, yeah, you know what? We got to help other people. Don't be afraid to lose out to someone else to give people the hand. Never be afraid to give the hand. Now, my, my, my pops was like straight up, like never be afraid to help others. And that's that's what we do here. Uh, Pioneer drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, as long as Game Pass exists, I'm good. Indeed. Me too. Yeah. Parky China, let's sell the brand of Game On Daily. Now, obviously, um, Mr. Sourcemaster himself has been busy on the socials. He's a matter of fact, <laughs> shout out to Gaz, who alerted me to the bullying that was going on uh, you know, with certain people reporting numbers. Um, and obviously, he was out there, and he has been out there. But he also works with Asa. They do a great show each and every Saturday. And the name of it, I think you know by now, it's Game On Daily. But you, my friend, also do a podcast each and every Sunday with Jay Fonzarelli, who is another OG just like us. Sell the brand, brother. Talk about it. Yeah. So, GameOnDaily.com, YouTube.com slash GameOnDaily. I should be on this Saturday. So, uh, check that out 4 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on Saturday on the Game On Daily uh, channel. Uh, and then always check out Septic Sauce for all the fun there. And uh, there's Gaming Arcadia, which is uh, Ace's channel. And they yep. have a podcast on Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time with Dudley Headley and Gamsley. Uh, so check that out as well, along with Ace, of course. <laughs> and then, as you mentioned, I'm on <clears throat> Fonz's uh, GameStock Live uh, podcast as the co-host. Uh, and that is on Sundays at 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Uh, and that's on Fonz Gaming's channel, so uh, check that out as well. And hopefully, we uh, we have some more fun things to talk about. We have a couple of days, and <laughs> we'll see if there's more news. Uh, but this week's been pretty good. This whole freaking year has been crazy, hasn't it? It's been, and we're only in <laughs> February. It's, it's just bonkers. And game wise, it's been amazing. There's been so many great games, and which only in the second month of the year, folks, strap in. It's going to be a great year. Xbox, I think, has. Uh, the uh, the industry as a whole on the ropes. Nintendo system delayed to 25. Sony, they have a console and a pro, but they don't have any real first-party bangers. Uh, Microsoft is set up to win. They really are. Uh, and mind you, again, thanks to Peaches, a.k.a. Matt Booty, we know that they have over 10 major releases. And those 10, by the way, I don't think that includes... Well, see, people seem to have like a mixed thing on, is it including Flight Sim and Towerborn and all I that. Don't I don't think, think so. it does. I, I don't. I, don't think it I, does. I, I, I think that you I might see a Clockwork Revolution. <laughs> I, I think you might get a South of Midnight in there. Something you might get something. There, right? yeah, I, I, I think we're going to be eating good in Game Pass, but look, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I just wanted to thank yeah. all the uh, Longhouse Podcast folks for joining us today. Uh, oh, yeah, man, for sure. It was yeah. fun to have you on and get your perspective as well. 
Yeah, this awesome. is this is a lot of fun. I was I was definitely looking forward to this evening. But again, a big shout out to all of the super chats. Obviously, they allow Mrs. Boomstick and I to do the big giveaways. We have four of them. Uh, one of which I'll mention quickly. Uh, obviously, Stalker Two is coming out in September. Uh, Mrs. Boomstick and I, you know, we're a mom and pop organization. We want to help out a smaller dev, so we're going to quote unquote support the devs. We are buying at full price, seventy six forty three, and giving away fifteen copies, fifteen copies of Stalker Two to make sure that this small studio that has been through it, folks, gets their payday. And every one of those copies we're buying, and we buy those with the Super Chats, we buy those with the channel memberships, we tuck them away, and at the end of the year, we do our big giveaways. That's the first one of the year, 15 copies as a launch party. The first eight are going to go to channel members. The next seven will go to anyone that's in the chat during the live stream, and all you got to do is tune in to win. You don't even got to be sub to the channel. And if you are outside of the Americas, we'll get you the game one way or another through international codes, or we'll send you the money so you could buy it yourself. Um, with that said, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you, and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids, and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son, I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. (laughs) 